welcome back to Asinine Radio, a weekly podcast where we talk about music and, well, that's pretty much it. So, uh, let's go! This is Asinine Radio. This is the greatest music podcast that you'll ever listen to. This is the greatest podcast in general. We're better than the Joe Rogan podcast. Whoa. This is Asinine Radio. Uh, go to iTunes. Go rate, review, and subscribe to us in there. Follow us on social media at Asinine Radio. Thank you for the recent, uh, 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 not reviews, ratings on uh, iTunes. Awesome. Thanks, bros and gals uh, and all you non-binary people uh, out there. Uh, so cool. My name is Tyler. Way uh, out there, hundreds of miles away, way out there in the ether is Jeff. We uh, we do the pod together. This is a good one. This is going to be a good one, I hope. Or it was a giant mistake deciding to do this episode. But uh, but first, we have our Fearless Beer Review. We have our uh, Songs of the Week. Then we're going to round this part up with uh, some new music and other happenings in the music world. And then our main episode. We're going to be getting into the Santana album, Supernatural. And it could be really bad, but we don't know yet. Or it could be really good. Recorded it. It could be really good. We do not know. But uh, let's let's just jump right into our fearless beer review. And uh, what do you got, Jeff? Go. I I I have a canned beer from Adroit Theory Brewing Company from Purcellville, Virginia. This is uh, Obelus, O B O L U S, Obelus Pilsner. It's Pilsner. It's a Pilsy. It's a Pilsy. Got a Pilsy. Yeah, got this from my from my beer subscription thingy, and uh, I haven't had it yet. So I guess we'll we'll see what happens. So you're excited for it, huh? For the Pilsy? Um, I bought it because the label was really cool. Um, to be to be to be real, the label is pretty cool. Okay. And then I, I, as I was looking more into the brewery, they've they've made over like 600 different beers in their existence in the oh, past damn. five years or something like that. And that seems weird. They put a ghost number on all of their beers. This one is Ghost Eight Fourteen. I I would assume to like mm-hmm. track batches, years, whatever it is. But all of their beers, all of their labels have something to do with like the occult or like death metal type stuff or I don't know, like weird shit like that, like weird gothic satanic artwork, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But also, I think I think the ghost number. Also, what I was reading is is one of the brewers that started doing the ghost number. That's it was like a nod to, to Nine Inch Nails. Did they have an album or something called Ghost? Did do something with ghosting? Do they? I don't, I don't know. know. But that's that's what he said. He said he loves Nine Inch Nails, and that was that was their nod. So that's kind of cool. Well, that's unfortunate that yeah know, he likes Nine Inch Nails. Yeah, that sucks. But yeah, man. Per, uh, Purcell, maybe Purcellville. Maybe Wait, does it does that the city that it's from? Yeah, Purcellville. That's where they're from, Virginia. It's like an hour and a half west of Baltimore. Oh, okay. Nice. And it's I assume it's only found on the East Coast since you got it through your beer subscription. 
Yeah, I was, you know, I don't know. They're a pretty small brewery in that they were saying that the reason why they make so many damn beers is they can crank out like two kegs a day and then just be done with that beer forever and then make something else. It's pretty ambitious, I guess. I, I mean, it's weird because then you don't have, I don't know, it's weird not to have like a solid foundation. Like your your tap room's got to have two yeah. or three solid beers that you always have or have for a long time. But I guess like every week it's completely different. That seems very strange for a brewery. They need, I would, you would think they'd need a couple flagship, like you said. That's that's weird. Yeah. But I guess it works for them because they're making money and they've brewed 600 beers. That's more beers, beers than I've brewed. Brewed? Brewed. brewed. You've brewed? <laughs> I haven't brewed any beers. <laughs> but it's got 3.8 on untapped, four, and a half, 4 out of 5 on Beer Advocate. Is that what they do now on Beer Advocate? There's only two reviews, so it's not think, It's not nothing to write home about yet. Our, I assume our boy Raul didn't... Um, he didn't review that out of those two reviews? No. And when I say two reviews, yeah. it was two written reviews, six actual reviews. So, yeah. All right. I don't know. I don't know what you have for me. That's all I got. <sighs> all right, then. I got, I got something a little bit different. I don't have an actual beer. Now, this does have alcohol in it. Oh, you got a I White Claw. A seltzer. Is it no, bon it's Eve? not a White, white Claw. claw? Truly? No, it's not actually. Uh their their marketing truly got me. It's not a truly. truly. Um, it's not, but but this marketing truly got me. And it's a it's a seltzer called Endless Summer, handcrafted hard sel- hard yeah, seltzer. Endless Summer. I never heard of that one. Endless like the movie Endless Summer. But I never heard of the seltzer brand. You know the surf Endless movie. Summer. Well, I haven't either. That's but that's why I bought it because the the name and then they also used the artwork from the movie, the movie poster and uh, and yeah, I'm a sucker and uh, I bought it. And I don't think I've, I think I've had one seltzer ever, and that was a White Claw. I remember it being good, but I don't know. It does say it contains alcohol. Um, it's 5% ABV, uh, 100 calories, gluten-free, one carb, one carbohydrate. <laughs> one <That's it>. carb. <laughs> one carbohydrate, yeah. Like, Can you believe that? Like they couldn't just pay anyway. the extra dollar to figure out how to get rid of that one carb so it could be <laughs> truly know. like carb-free? You would think. Whatever. Uh, zero sugars. Apparently, a lot of these seltzers have uh, five carbs. So this oh, being one carb is kind of kind of wild. It's kind of wild. <laughs> but uh, yeah, this is the flavor is passion fruit, orange, and guava, also known as POG. And uh, yeah, <laughs> I guess we might as well open this. I, I know they're located in Pacific Beach. It doesn't look like they're related to any other brewery as far as I could tell. Uh, they're not on Beer Advocate. They are on Untapped. Um, favorable reviews, but that that single it. carb reminds me of in Step Brothers when Dale's brother tells him, "I haven't had a single carb <laughs> since like 2003 or something." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the movie's so good. Am I ready? To go okay. Too? Okay, I'm ready too. Mine smells really good. All right, here we go. Ready? I'm ready. Wow. That's a good, that's a good Pilsner. Is it? Wow. I'm Okay. I'm pretty blown away. Usually when I drink Pilsners, I, I kind of only get Pilsner Qual just because I know it's good. Mm-hmm. It's always good. So I don't really dive into too many other Pilsners, but uh, also I don't really see a whole lot of Pilsners available. 
Yeah, I mean, the market Pilsner's dominated by the cultures. Pilsner Qual. But damn, this one's good. Is it? It's dr- yeah, it's, I'm it's happy it's, for it's, you. It's dry, but not really dry. A little bit sweeter than the Pilsner Qual. A little like grainy, mm-hmm. not texture wise, but Ugh. but taste. Okay. And I can taste hops, so it's not completely useless. Watery, right? <laughs> this is pretty damn good. How did you? Is it a, a twelve ounce? Uh, sixteen, sixteener. Okay. I bought two cans also, just because nice. Starbuck was that cool, and I had I just had a feeling, you know, I had a feeling. <laughs> These cucks over here on Untapped gave it a three point eight. What are you doing, you idiots? If it was a fucking IPA, it'd be like <laughs> they a only 4. like hazies. Yeah, if it was a hazy or if it was a stout, it would uh, it would for sure get a five point oh. Oh, that's five good. out of five. Good lacing on the on the glass on my nice clean glass. <laughs> Oof, that's good. So, yeah. So uh, what's going on with what's with your seltzer over there, Brian Seltzer? With, with my seltz, my seltz over here. Uh, I don't. It's okay. It doesn't. It's kind of bland. I was expecting more of a fruit taste, more of like an orangey taste. But the orange is all I could really taste. I can't taste the the what is it? Grapefruit or passion fruit? Pog? Can't taste that. I don't know what guava tastes like. So. You don't Can't eat guavas? You that, but, uh, yeah, I expect a more orange. I've never, I don't know if I know the taste. I've never I'm sure had, a guava. I've had it. I just don't. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's very bland. It's kind of bland. But I mean, I guess if you're, you're, you're sitting poolside or at the beach or something, it's a nice, refreshing, uh, refreshing drink. Is it crushable? Or at could the you river, crush them? You know? How many could you oh, crush? Oh, yeah, easily. I mean, 15? you can chug this thing. Oh, like 124. Damn. <laughs> That's a lot. <laughs> That's 124 carbs. Yeah, I don't. That, dude, you're right. Uh-huh. I'll get fat. My math is spot on today. <laughs> it is. <laughs> I'm proud of you. Uh, all right. I I don't know, man. I don't know. It's it's very. Is this? I wonder if this is what all like Lacroix tastes like, or Lacroix, however you pronounce this stupid fucking drink, <laughs> the pretentious drink. Um, I wonder if that's what. That's what this tastes like. Because if so, man, sucks for those people that drink that. I don't know. The only hard seltzer. Do you call them hard seltzer or just seltzer? I guess well, you have this to is call a hard, it a hard seltzer. seltzer, right? Because it has alcohol yeah, in because it. Because there's booze in it. Okay. Yeah. Well, I guess the only hard seltzer I've had was the, was a truly. How did you like that? It was gross. It was, I just it was it was it was too it was too fruity. It was too sweet tasting. And I don't want if like I'm gonna if I'm gonna drink juice or, or a juice thing, I'm just gonna drink juice. That's True. why I generally yeah. don't like a lot of fruit in my beer, anyways. What do you mean you don't like a lot of fruit? You you douse your Bud Light in lime. Oh, that's yeah. I mean, that's <laughs> that's a that's lot of lime. Fruit. That's different. That's Although a lot of fruit. I I actually did try the lime truly too, and I, it wasn't no, it wasn't awful, but I still wouldn't drink it. I feel like the truly I had, or, or the white claw, whatever it was. I feel like it was better than this, but it might have just been the flavor because I think that was like a cherry flavor. I've never heard of endless hmm. summer hard seltzer. Huh, that's strange. I think it's new. I I only started seeing it a couple weeks ago at the at the liquor store near my house. Uh, but yeah, I don't know, man. I just I'm not also I'm how not come, a huge fan. So it's like, uh, is it twelve ounces or is it because it can skinny skinnier? Yeah. Yeah, it's a skinny boy can. Or is it still twelve uh, ounces? Uh, it's twelve ounces because it's taller than a normal can. Why it's do like they the, do the skinny it's, thing? It's is that just to make the same feel height? Like it's better for you? 
Is that to try and trick our, our subconscious into thinking or, that it's not as bad for us? Maybe. Or maybe it's like, it's one of those things like, you know how like cigarettes back in the day or even nowadays, but more so way back when, cigarette, like the, the skinny cigarette, the long skinny cigarettes were marketed more towards women mm. rather than men. I feel like that's kind of how these seltzers are marketed. Okay. They're marketed more toward women, so they make them taller and skinnier. I feel like it's the same idea, marketing-wise. Damn, look at you. You're so as smart. Man of the people, they say. Hey, man. That's hey. That, man. That's why I didn't go to college. Because you're too you busy do? being a man of the people? <laughs> <laughs> I'm too busy being smart. That's, yeah, that's fair. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm just kidding. JK, but um, so we have our three-point rating system here uh, where three is a perfect beer or seltzer. Uh, two is a good one that you're going to conti- continue to drink. One is bad, but you should give it a shot. And zero is liquid hot trash. Uh-oh. Now, Jeff, what would you give your beer out of our three-point rating system? Uh, Go. Oh, my gosh. You ever pour, like, the rest of your beer into, into your glass and it foams up and it passes, like, the, the rim of the glass, but it yeah. still holds its shape? And you just feel like at any moment it could just boil over. Any wrong jolt, <laughs> yes. if I breathe too hard, that was just, just what happened. And I, I was just standing there sitting. I don't want to say nothing. Whew. Crisis averted, though. We're all good now. It, it, it went down a little bit. That's crazy. Why does it do that? I don't understand. It's like it's warning you. I don't know either. It's like not one more drop, <laughs> motherfucker, because I will fuck your shit up. That's what it's saying right now. So uh, before I finish it all, my, my initial assessment is, is going to be a 2.75. This is fantastic. This is delicious. But as I drink more of it, it may get up to a perfect three status. I don't know, but it may drop down. Whoa. For now, we're at 2.75. Like I said, I like Pilsners. They're good. They're fucking delicious. But the Pilsner Qual is kind of like the, the go-to for everything. This has a lot more complexity mm-hmm. in it, which I dig. And you're throwing the, those perfect threes out like they're fucking candy. Hey, what's you know? What do you want from me? Not, not later on today, <laughs> though. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you that much. All right. Well, what do you have for your backies? Uh, Coors Lights and some stouts, and actually, that's it. <laughs> Wild boy, Coors I got Lights some. Uh, I got some buddies. I got some buddies on my end. I also mm-hmm. have uh, some fresh squeeze uh, hazy IPA from Deschutes. Sure, got the haze. And I also have the the hazy IPA from uh, Sierra Nevada as well. So I don't know what I'm going to have next, but uh, I guess I'll keep everyone updated. What is what Anybody is your cares? what is your rating on your beer on your seltzer on your oh, hard seltzer? My rating, uh, I'm going to give it. I'm never going to go back to it, so I'm going to give it a 1.8. It's not bad. It's just I don't. I don't. I'm not going to drink it again. Thanks. So, but that's close though. But that's, I did buy a six pack of it. That is almost a two. That's almost to the point where you would drink it again. 1.8 is pretty high for a beer that you would never drink again. Wait, what? Say that again? You were cutting out. Well, so you gave it a 1.8. And if you gave it a two, that would mean like you're going to come back to it and drink it more. But 1.8 is still pretty high. So do you like it? Is it yeah, good? Yeah, it's pretty high because it's not horrible. Well, it's not horrible, so that's why I would. I'm, okay. I'm giving it that rating, but I'm not gonna right. go back to it. Okay, it's the way she goes, man. It's the way she, the way goes, she goes. Oh man, I'm sick of this seltzer already. 
Oh, 1.8. So you're starting to change your mind there, aren't you? Yeah, I think I am, man. This is, uh, it's getting worse as I'm getting toward the bottom. I'm trying to drink it fast just, just to get it over with. Yeah. I remember one time I had one of those, uh, remember those BJs? Were they called BJs? The wine coolers? Yeah. What was the Smirnoff Ice? I don't, can't remember what it was. It was some gross. Smirnoff Ice is better. Uh, maybe it wasn't. It was, no, it was a Seagram. That's what it was. It was one of those Seagram Smirnoff oh. Ice ripoff things. I had one of those, and I couldn't finish it. It was too disgusting. Yeah, those are nasty. Smirnoff Ices honestly aren't that bad. From what I remember, they're not that bad. But I think I we know, liked man. them more because they were easy to drink. They were crushable, and we liked to just like yeah. ice each other occasionally. We like to get iced. Yeah. Well, we weren't super into that whole icing thing. We did it every once in a while. Yeah. 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 I'd rather get locoed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh fuck. Those loco nights, man. <laughs> been ten years since the summer of the loco, man. Man, that would have been Crazy. a good YouTube channel. Instead of getting smeared off iced, you got locoed. Fuck. <laughs> You'd be You'd done be so. You'd be done so. <laughs> You'd be fucking dead. <laughs> Did we ever have have we ever had a loco on the pod? I feel like we must have at some point. No. Are you sure? Yeah, posy. I would because I, I I don't think oh, I've ever. I don't know why we haven't? Because I've never had a loco after they got rid of the good part about the loco. I've never had one. Are you serious? They weren't good to begin with. I only did it because it jacked me up. <laughs> like I would never drink a I would never drink malt liquor with fruit in it ever, except for like a maybe like a butt ice with lime. Butt ice, dude. What is going on with you? No, I wouldn't drink Bud Ice. Mm. One time at, at Lindbrook, and remember Lindbrook? Or you, you still live in that the area? Bowling kinda. alley? Yeah. Because I don't live there. So I was when like, did you go to that bowling alley? I used to go all the time. Like, with, uh, cause I used to hang out with a lot of people that, that went to Loera High School. Like, for oh, camp okay. and stuff. And so we'd have like events yeah. and we'd to go to Lindbrook. And I remember in the early days of drinking, we were like 20. Before I was 21, for sure, I ordered a Bud Ice because I thought it was a Bud Light and it came in like a bottle. Like one of those, like, it wasn't a 40, it was like a 32 with a screw on cap. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'll take a butt yeah. bud ice. And he gave me the butt ice. And I remember taking a big old swig of it. Woo. Woof. <laughs> Woof. Oh, shit. You remember my friend Sean? Yeah. He uh, he lived right across the street from Limbrook. He lived right behind Cortina's, which is like right across the street. Yeah. And, uh, and we used to get really drunk at his house. And it was open 24 hours. So we get really drunk at his house. And then we get the booze we take whatever booze we had left and we take it over to Lindbrook and sneak it in at, at like 3 a.m in bowl for like two hours until like pretty much the sun was coming up man was Lindbrook was uh Lindbrook was something else it was it was such a cool place it was like an oasis but man mm-hmm. there was a lot of gang activity there a lot what of a shady waste. fucking people there yeah yeah yep 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 place is still Good there though, as far as I know Oh, it's never anymore. <sighs> well, you never know. My grandma used to play there in the sixties. She used to bowl My there mom back bowled in the sixties when she was a, I don't know, in the eighties, I guess. Oh, it's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, she went to Savannah High School. So she's after high school, they would go over there on the weekends. So very makes sense. <laughs> like molasses. Oh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's get into our songs of the week. We, we we got quite the episode ahead of us, um, so uh, yeah, we got we got our songs of the week. Uh, the, who wants to go first? You? 
You want to go first? You know, th- it doesn't even matter. Like, this could be our, our stupidest, worstest, horriblest <laughs> episode ever. Because both of our songs of the week are dumb. The album of the week is dumb. Everything is dumb. <laughs> I, I only picked this just because I didn't want to pick Dave Matthews. It's like, oh fucking hate Dave Matthews and his band. Although people say I, I, I resemble Dave Matthews sometimes. I don't think so. I've heard that too. I've heard people say that but about yeah. you, but I don't I don't see it. But I don't see it either, but you know. I think I'm more of like a like a midlife Leonardo DiCaprio. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I picked uh I picked Everlast or Eric Francis Schrody. Or his stage name Wait, is Everlast. No, you didn't. Yeah. No, you didn't. What did I pick? You did not pick Everlast. The fuck out! I didn't pick Everlast. That's not what's in the notes. I oh swear to God, God, you did not Holy put that shit. in the notes. I totally did not. I put Matchbox <laughs> Twenty. That's even worse. Why did I? I didn't listen to it at all this week. I've not listened to that three AM song one time this week. Oh my God! Yeah, that's you put this in the notes. You I put totally you did. put MB Twenty, and I was like, who the fuck is MB Twenty? And then I clicked on the link, and yeah, sure enough, it was Matchbox 20. It was the Damn. song 3 a.m. That's terrible. Yeah, I, to be <laughs> honest, I did not listen to that 3 a.m. song one time this week. Then why did you put it in there? I don't know. I, maybe I just, What's it was like a knee-jerk reaction be, because you put the, the, not spoilers, you put yours. And so I had to pick something from the album as well. And I guess just Rob Thomas came to mind first, and then I don't know, man. <laughs> that, that's so weird. Oh, that's Honestly, fantastic. dude, this you like, is, is this, to... this is like yeah. I had all my notes on Everlast. <laughs> I have nothing. There's like some weird oh, Mandela I, 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 I would have bet money I put Everlast. <laughs> no, dude, you. This is 100 percent you. No, wow, I, I mean I'm, I'm looking right at it. It says Matchbox or MB20. Yeah. <laughs> and that's something I mean, that you would write too. You would write MB20. Like, yeah. <laughs> Because I'm I'm trying to make something stupid sound kind of cool. Wow, I'm gonna play through a little bit of 3M. We'll play Everlast as well. But but here's uh here's Jeff's um, forgotten pick, Matchbox Twenty, and uh, their song 3AM. <laughs> There it is, Matchbox. Max a uh, fuck. Whoa. Matchbox twenty. And their song three AM. That's bizarre. The forgotten I'm, pick. I'm Jeff. still like shocked. I'm still blown away. I'm just fucking 
Surprised. Oh. Surprised. <laughs> yeah, so I don't want to talk about oh, Matchbox shit. 20 at all, but I do have a funny story about Matchbox 20s. When that album came out, and I didn't have no notes on that. I don't know what it is. Whatever album it was that had this <laughs> song on it, so we probably mm-hmm. like in high school. No, maybe like before high school, right? No, this was like elementary school. This is okay. like 1996, 1995. It's the one that had like the fat dude on the cover. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it's like their yeah. first album, I think. Yeah, so when this album came yeah, out, one of my might be, I don't know. One of my like best friends at the time was super excited that like he got this from, you know, the Columbia House Records, whatever it is, and he was super Golden stoked Nerd. about it. And we were like comparing CDs. At that time, like my first one from that was was Rage's Evil Empire. That was my first Columbia House thing. I remember he pulled this one out and having known like a couple of things that they've done, including that 3AM song, mm-hmm. I I think it was one of the only times in my life that I've ever like feigned interest. <laughs> like after a while, I just, I just, I fucking, if something was dumb, I would just say it was dumb, but I could tell he was super excited for it. Even to this day, like I still feel kind of bad when I think about it. Just because it was such a lie. And I let him go on for like years, like he matchbox 20 when I should have said something earlier. Who was it? Do we do I know him? I don't want to I don't want to mention any names, but he lives he actually lives in Arizona. Do I know him? No, you don't know. I don't no, you don't know him. He's his oh. name's Shane. Shane oh, okay. Lindsay. Yeah. Do not know the guy. The guy. But apparently yeah. he's a he's a maybe big I'll, Rob Thomas. Maybe I'll reach fan. out to him. Maybe I'll reach Shit. out to him. <laughs> and then we I'm, we, I'm we can do Matchbox twenty. I would know. No, oh, dude, it'd be so right. Not after I com- not, not after I completely forgot that I even put it on my list. <laughs> oh, that'd be That's so how, like, good. uninterested I am in them. It, honestly, when when I when I listened to this, it kind of like it brought me back to being like in fifth grade or whenever this fucking album or song came out, and it kind of made me. I almost listened to this entire record. Oh, dude, no, 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 no. I don't know, man. I I almost did it. I kind of I almost I almost enjoyed myself when I was listening to this song, and it made me think: Are Matchbox Twenty really? Are they actually bad? Are they or are they good? I don't know. It was okay. You know, okay. So now we're getting into like the kind of long con territory where I can maybe (laughs) even get behind it because even Rob Thomas, with his stupid oversized earring and his dumbass like bowl cut, but. Like his bangs would hang down, like his greasy. And then bolt they were like individually combed. Remember, like yeah. they, each yeah, like strand was like a, it was separated. It was like it was always wet. His hair was yeah. always wet. He was like That's what he it had was. the. He was like a bootleg fucking Brian from uh, Backstreet Boys, right? That's what he was. He was a bootleg <laughs> Brian. That's what I'm gonna call Rob Thomas if we ever talk about this horrible. Honestly, band he again. probably made bootleg more Brian. money than than Brian from the Backstreet Boys. Don't say bootleg Brian. He yeah, because of Supernatural, did. Rob Thomas, I'm sure, made more money. Well, no, and but this Matchbox 20 record was huge. It was very popular. Made a lot of money. I can't imagine it being like long-lasting, though. It doesn't matter. The residuals have to have stopped two years after it was made because nobody bought it anymore. Still, that initial that that initial push, you never know. And you see, we got to stop talking because you're getting me more and more <laughs> curious about a band I do not care about at all. Dude, we got to do Matchbox at 20 all. next. <laughs> It would have to be a part of like some weird mid '90s bash. Uh, I'm so down to do Matchbox Twenty sometime. I say that now Ugh. because I thought this. I thought it would be a good idea to, idea to do Santana's yeah. Supernatural, but, yeah, you, you, but but we'll get into that a little bit. Choosing '90s albums. 
It's so weird too, because because now like now I remember putting the the Matchbox Twenty, and then for some reason I forgot about it. So I've been listening to Everlast and uh, his song "What Is Like," and the more I listened to it and kind of read up on it, it's kind of it's kind of a deep song, like structure wise. It's 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 kind of cool. There's different parts to it. Each part is presented by like a different character, mm-hmm. and so it's uh, it's a little it's a little deep writing. And and I was I was kind of impressed. Even though the hook and, and the melody is kind of stupid, and Everlast in itself is kind of dumb, and House of Pain is dumb, and I don't care. I'm anymore. surprised you don't like House of Pain. It's weird. I don't like House of Pain. I think they are a bootleg Cypress Hill. Wow, that's fucked. What about DJ Lethal? Well, I mean, we okay. Bring so we've on. talked about this before. <laughs> uh-huh. We've talked about this before, and Cypress when we did Cypress Hill's Black Sunday. And DJ Muggs, we talked about him, who was pretty much the writer, producer, and did everything for the song Jump Around. Mm-hmm. But he presented it to uh, somebody from like the Cypress Hill camp. He presented it to one of them first. They didn't want anything to do with it at the time. So then he went to House of Pain, did it for them, and then it became a smash hit. And then Cypress Hill came out with their song, Insane in the Membrane, Insane, mm-hmm. which is like the same song, right? So, you know, but yeah, House of Pain's stupid. <laughs> dumb. They're dumb. So what, what's the Everlast? The, oh, what is the Everlast song you want me to play? Whoa. What it's like. What it's like. Oh, that was the big one. The I don't like hit, it right? anymore. Yeah. You, you don't like it anymore? No. <sighs> okay. Well, I'm going to play it anyway because this episode is full of torture. So um, here's what it's like from uh, Everlast. Why don't you like this song anymore? Um, I listened to it probably all too many times this week, and I've, I've never really liked that that song. I think it's kind of goofy and silly and dumb. Yeah, absolutely. But um, I mean, it won a Grammy. Well, whatever that's worth. And um, also, it kind of vaguely reminds me of like Drive from Incubus. Oh yeah, right. That's a, a bit. good call. That's a very good call. Would have never made that connection, so, but yeah, I mean, it sounds a lot like it. 
this one was a year before that came out, but I mean, regardless, I would still rather just listen to Drive. Yeah, it's like but, far um, superior. Yeah, I don't know. I don't even care anymore. What's your pick? <laughs> <laughs> I'm done talking about my stupid fucking bullshit 90s picks. Uh, well, mine is also a 90s pick, and it's also related to the Santana album Supernatural. Uh, I went with Eagle Eye Cherry and his song Save Tonight. This song is actually pretty good, though. This song's uh, pretty much a banger. I, I don't know why you don't think it is, but it's a fucking banger. Well, I, it's stupid, and it's it's purely like situational and kind of a goofy setting. I would listen to it, and I would absolutely agree that, yes, it's a banger in that situation, but... I mean, I can't imagine me putting on a playlist other than like a 90s throwback playlist. <laughs> but even then, I, I don't but know. But even then, it's still good. Before, okay, how about this? Before I listened to it this week, I had no idea about any of the other part of the song besides Save Tonight. Besides that, that sound, yeah, that Save Tonight. That melody and everything. I, I cannot, I cannot for the life of me tell you what the rest of that song was, was or sounded like. I think you're right. I think I'm, I'm the same. I'm in the same boat. But it's still a banger. That melody is is enough to make this whole song a banger. It's the way she goes, man. So uh, so here's uh, here's Eagle Eye Cherry and his song "Save Tonight." Uh, Eagle Eye Cherry <laughs> and his song. Uh, you know, I got to go. That's a sick song, dude. 
You're a hater. This <laughs> is just so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. Even even by like my dumb standards already. Oh, it's fantastic. It made it a little better so, to know that he's a uh, he's like Swedish, right? Yeah, he's he was born in uh, Stockholm, but uh, so his I'd dad. I guess. Yeah, I wouldn't have either. But his dad is a. Uh, it was or he was or is. I don't know if he's still alive, but he he's an American uh, jazz trumpeter. I guess he's fairly popular. His name is Don Cherry. Uh, his mom was a painter and an artist, um, but he's of uh, Choctaw Choctaw descent, which is a Native American tribe like down in Mississippi, I think in the Mississippi area, some somewhere oh. in the South. And, um, but his actual name is Eagle Eye. His full name is Eagle Eye Lanou Cherry. So I didn't Ooh, know that was his actual that's name. Cool. I dig that. Yeah. I, I thought Eagle that's Eye like Cherry. like his birth was, name? Yeah, that's his birth name. I always thought that, that Eagle Eye Cherry was a band name, but yeah, it's, it's his actual, it, it's his solo record or this was, uh, this was his solo, uh, his solo thing. That he was doing, pretty cool. But hmm. yeah, uh, this came off of his first album, his debut album called Desireless, in uh, in July of 1997. It's his biggest hit, um, and surprisingly, surprisingly, this album sold over four million copies. That's pretty Damn. crazy. Yeah, one hit wonder, and just sold that many copies. I I kind of I kind of like it now, knowing that his name is actually Eagle Eye, and then last name Cherry. Yeah, and then his dad is a, I, I was a, like a popular jazz trumpeter. It's, it's cool too, you know, jazz artist. I don't know. See, I'd rather listen to this album than the Matchbox Twenty album. I'm kind of tempted to listen to this entire record as well. Because this guy I'm had used man. his real name for his band, and like it wasn't his like a fake name, like fucking Reginald Dwight or <laughs> Elton John. Like he, that's his actual fucking name is Eagle Eye Cherry. Yeah, that's dope. It's weird, right? It. Yep. yep yep all right well that's it for our songs of the week let's get through the uh the new music and other happenings in the music world uh what do we got here first uh lady gaga uh for anyone who cares or doesn't know already she put out a new record called chromatica um people like it i guess i have not listened to it i don't have a very strong urge to listen to it but if you're into it get into it i don't know what i'm saying but uh, the yep, Raconteurs, <laughs> they put out a live record called Live at Electric Lady. I'm sure it's good because the Raconteurs are good. Um, Long Beach Dub All-Stars, they put out a new record, a self-titled record, uh, but it does not feature any of the members from Sublime. So do what do what you will with that. Uh, so what's then, the point? Yeah, that's kind of how I feel. Um, do we want to play any of the these songs? That's what I want to know first. Uh, I mean, I I would be okay not playing any of them, but okay. some of them I do like. I'm okay with that too, and I think we, if we play one of them, we'll get flagged. But um, so the first thing we have here is Bright Eyes. They put out a song called "One and Done." Uh, this features Flea from the Red Hot Chili Peppers on bass and John Theodore, my boy John Theodore, from the Mars Volta and Queens of the Stone Age on drums. It's cool, Bright Eyes, man. It's cool. I dug it. It's not. It's not the direction I want my bright eyes going in, though. I, I just, I, it's too much. I need a more stripped down bright eyes. This is too eclectic. This is too ambient. There's too much going on. It's too much fun for you. Take it all That's away. It it's too much fun. Take it all away. Take it away. For a sad story, a boy's guitar. That's it. Take it away. Take it away. Take it away now. Take it away. 
take it away. That's um, what he says. That's what he says. Uh, what do we have next? We have Corn. They released an acoustic version uh, of their song "Can You Hear Me." What'd you add me? I don't know why. Why are you aying? Is it because you love it? Because in between your in between your thoughts, you go. Uh, I do do that a lot. Huh? Uh, instead of like um, or instead of saying like or um, you, uh, what, is like or um better than uh, uh? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's uh, it's it's more easily digestible for the ears, I guess. And uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so fucking annoying. What what's worse, me going eh or you know, or you know what I mean? You know, you know. Um, what's more annoying? I I think the eh would be more annoying because eh. you it's it's easier to catch. The you know is only is only catchable if mm-hmm. if you talk to you a lot, then you you realize okay. that you use you know a lot. Otherwise, it's just you know, you know. <laughs> eh. But the eh, like that's that's eh. so like oh, what the fuck did this guy just do? Like if you're talking to <laughs> I don't know, if you're meeting your idol, if you're meeting Omar or John or Tommy D, if you're meeting any of these people. And you went, eh, like, they'd probably look at you like, what the fuck? <laughs> but if you just said, you know, they might not even notice. You're probably right. I don't know what your question was, but. You're probably right. I, I'm, I need to be more conscious of my, um, my eh, and your, my, you know. Your mouth noises. My noises, yes, my noises. So what do you think about this corn song? What do you got? Uh, I, li- uh, I listened to the acoustic <laughs> and the regular version. When yeah. did the regular version come out? Was that also the same day? No, the regular version was on the their last record, the newest record. Oh, okay. The one that you All said right. you liked. Well, I mean, just I guess to just to jog my memory, I listened to the regular version as well, which I I did like it. Yes, and surprisingly, this wasn't bad. Like, it's not a bad acoustic, especially from Corn. I, I was expecting just some weird shit, but true to form, true to what I like, they kept it acoustic and they didn't add bunch of weird shit that i don't like it just kept it basic kiss keep it simple stupid and they did and it worked i dig it when we did the um (laughs) Uh, the the corn the corn album when we did the self-titled record did you listen to the unplugged album or no no come on i don't you You listen to 12 records or 13 records you know yeah that was already a lot you know yeah you know but I would have thought that you would have listened to the acoustic since you're such a sucker for acoustic music, but apparently I was wrong. Can't win them all. Can't win them all. <laughs> nope. Fucking but the frog over here. Let's move on. Lamb of God. I'm glad you like the corn song, too. That's that's great. Uh, Lamb of God. Oh, I did it again. Damn it. Fuck. Lamb of God put out a song called Roots. Um, if you like it, I'm... That's cool. I didn't really care for it. I, I never really. This is not what I like about Lamb of God. Like they've they've had a lot of cool music that I've recently gotten into in the past couple of years, and this is nothing like that. This is this is getting into boring metalcore, and I don't like it. I dislike this song. I'm, dislike. Down I'm not vote. super familiar with their music, and I assumed all their stuff kind of sounded like this. Apparently, I've I was had wrong. a couple of picks of the week that were Lamb of God. That's fine though. <sighs> I don't think you have. Maybe one. Maybe one. For sure one. For sure one. 
just like uh, you claim that um, you've put uh, what's Mass that Intruder? one band? Masked Intruder, yeah. I don't remember them at all, but that's okay. Just kidding, I remember the last oh. time you played them. Uh, let's see here. What do we got? Billy Joe Armstrong from Green Day <laughs> put out another cover song of uh, Manic. He put out the song, a cover of the song Manic Monday. I can't even speak today. What's going on? Yeah, that's fine. Uh, I thought it was a cool cover. I think it's a cool song in general. Not worth playing, but eh. it was cool, right? Eh. Eh. Where? Eh, I thought it was okay. It was okay. It's a cool uh, cover to post to like your personal YouTube channel and get some likes. I guess that's cool, man. <laughs> it works, I guess. Right. Yeah. And the last thing we have here is, uh, I don't even know if this is an, a band or if this is a person or what, but Powfu and what, what? How do you pronounce it? Biba Biba Doobie. I guess they have a. I song. know Powfu or Pofu. Pofu is that how you pronounce it then? I guess yeah. Well. They uh, they have a song called Deathbed and apparently it's huge on TikTok, and it's it's just a popular song in general. And they remixed it with Mark Hoppus, our boy Mark Hoppus, and they yeah. uh, he added an entire brand new verse to the song, and it's pretty cool, man. I thought it was a pretty damn. You good like song. the song? I like the song, yeah. Surprisingly. Oh yeah. I'm not gonna get into the whole this whole kind of like mumble rap, SoundCloud rap thing, but. This is not this is a bad, though. No, it wasn't bad. That's why I just said I liked it. With or without Mark, it was a solid song. He's like a, a Canadian rapper, musician, so maybe Canada hasn't got the full extent of the mumble rap yet. Mm -hmm. I think like a, always like a decade or two behind us. Uh, maybe not a musically. decade. Aren't they going through the 90s right now? They might be. Isn't Eagle Eye Cherry big in Canada? <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, no, it was oh. a good song. I, I liked it a lot. I liked it a lot, a lot. It's just, it was kind of silly to see them marketed as Blink-182, featuring Blink-182. And then, then you didn't hear Tom. Mark. You didn't hear Yellow Wolf. You didn't, you didn't hear anybody else. So. No, not even a Matt Whatever. Skiba in there. Not even a Travis Barker. Not even a Scott Rayner. Not even a Robert Smith. Now, oh, yeah. let's move on to some other news. We're going to finish this up quick. Omar Rodriguez Lopez, my boy Omar. He has some some records coming out on July 24th. July 24th. Fuck, man. And this is when he w he was in Sweden, I think it is, at Clouds Hill Studio, a famous studio in Europe. And he performed a bunch of a bunch of his songs live. He reworked some of the songs with uh several different musicians and it's coming out as a 3 album, 3 LP release oh my god I'm, I'm i'm interested in this it could be really cool it could be boring but who knows we we don't we don't <sighs> know until july 24th i'm sure it'll be vastly different from the twenty five thousand other songs he's released and you know what most of them you've never heard right if you heard them one you heard them all you know you know you know you don't even believe that yourself because some of the shit i've shown you you've really <laughs> liked so I don't like anything about Omar. So, sh so shut your pie hole. And this last thing we have here, my other boy, <sighs> Jonathan Davis, the singer from Korn, came out with a documentary about the making of his solo record and the tour. The record that took something like 12 years to make or 12 years to come out, I should say. Because everything was recorded in between like 2007 and 2009 and he didn't release it until last year. 
And um, it was a really interesting documentary. It was really cool watching him play with all these like super, super talented musicians and how much he was, he, he learned in that whole process of learning how to play the violin and just his musical evolution was really, really fascinating. And his, his thought process behind recording and writing music was very, very, very interesting. And, and if you're into music, I think it's just, it's a cool thing to watch. Even, even if you don't like Korn or Jonathan Davis, it's still, to me, I thought it was very interesting. A lot of cool perspectives on, on world music and just music in general. So, Man, you just blasted everyone that doesn't have any interest in on this who is into music. Yeah, I know. Because if you are into music, you should watch you should. this. So on the same coin, if I don't watch this, I'm not no, into music? No, that's exactly what I'm saying. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. So you should go watch it. It's called like, I think it's called Into the Black it. Labyrinth or something like that. It's on YouTubes. Go check it out for free. Now, Jeff, this this brings us to the end of the pod. Uh, this is where we uh, where I tell you that everybody should go out and rate, review, and subscribe to us on iTunes. Uh, where everybody should go and follow us on social media. What? What are you What are you saying? What uh, to? You You You're saying like this is the time when like like as if something's going to be different. But this is this is still the same not, old story. This is the same old song and dance. I never claimed <laughs> anything to be different. You're you're a fussy man tonight, and we're gonna get into it with the Santana album Supernatural. So stay tuned for that. Go listen to it because it's I don't know how it's gonna turn out. So go do that. Thank you for listening. Um, at that's it. That's all. Uh.